0: Why do you worry? What, what do you worry about more than anything else? What's, what's the thing that had you up at 3.30 this morning and your mind started spinning? Because This is what happens. Your mind starts spinning, and you get a hold of a thought, and, and you let it take you somewhere, but where you take that thought, eventually you find out it takes you somewhere. And For me, a lot of times I end up in this spin cycle of stress. I've, I've noticed this about worry. Worry is circular. Worry is going round and round. It's not being concerned about something. That's, that's not what Jesus means by, don't worry. Jesus is saying that you cannot use worry to accomplish your goal. It's futile to worry, and if you try it, all it will do is ruin your life, and you will never accomplish anything with it. Where he's inconsistent, it's irrational, it's ineffective. Now, in verse 28 and 30, it's illogical. Listen to this. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Jesus perhaps was standing where the lilies of the field could be seen, and he says to them, look at these lilies. They don't even toil, they don't spin, and look how they are adorned. He says they're more beautiful than all of the beauty of Solomon great kingly robes. And if your Father in heaven would take such great care of the lilies of the field, do you not think he cares about you? If God takes care of that which only has a short lifespan, they grow and then they're destroyed. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you're eternal. If God will take such great care of the temporal, don't you think he's going to take great care of the eternal?
1: He will take care of you. He'll take care of your family. He'll take care of your business. He'll take care of the crisis that you're facing. He'll take care of the medical situation that's confronting you. He'll take care of the worry that's filling your heart and mind while I'm talking. We're commanded by Jesus Christ not to worry. Five times Jesus says in Matthew six, take no thought, do not be anxious. God has given us an owner's manual of the soul. In this owner's manual, it says, we were designed and made by the architect of heaven to function without worry, life without tension, life without turmoil, life without stress and strife, life that is filled with the power, power over the world, the flesh and the devil, life that is carefree, life that is happy, life that is joyous, how? By casting all of your care upon him, for he careth for you.
2: Peter tells us his own version of this. He was telling us how to deal with anxiety and other things and he said this, he he, he gave a teaching with a warning. And he says this in 1 Peter 5a, he says, cast all of your anxiety on him. If you're anxious right now, if you're afraid, if you're worried about your job, if you're worried about your health, if you don't know what's coming, what you do with that anxiety is you cast it onto God. Now, Peter was a fisherman, and so when he's talking about casting, you can imagine, I mean, he's talking about taking this thing and just hurling it. Hurl your anxiety, your cares, your fears, your worries, your burdens on God, because He cares for you. Wherever you are, if you're in a hospital room right now, what I want you to feel is that God is near. He is with you. He's not gonna leave you. He will never forsake you. He cares. For you. If you're worried about how you're gonna feed your kids, he cares for you. Then Peter gives a warning and he says, Be alert. Kind of like, Be on your guard. Don't drop your guard. Be ready with prayer. Be ready with praise. Be alert and be of sober mind. Why? Because you have an enemy, the devil, who prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour he's always coming and the devil is always swinging and it only hurts if you drop your guard. Be on guard, be alert. Your enemy is on the attack. How does he attack? Well, the devil's target is your mind. And his weapon is his lies. What does he do? He'll, he'll tell you, you're not gonna be able to pay your bills. You're not gonna be able to make rent. Your your marriage is not going to survive this. He'll tell you, you're gonna get sick. You're gonna be all alone. If, If God really loved you, then he wouldn't be allowing this to happen in your life. And the devil comes at you again and again. His target is your mind. His weapon is his lies. And that's why you have to tell yourself again and again, the devil is a liar.
3: You have to guard your mind. This is where the main battle is taking place. Because good thoughts, they don't automatically come into our mind. Most of the time, especially in difficult situations, the first thoughts are negative. The easy thing to do is to believe those lies. Start dwelling on it. What if I don't get well? What if the report isn't good? What if I can't make those payments? Don't fall into that trap. Your life is going to follow your thoughts. If you live worried, anxious, uptight, you're inviting discouragement, bad breaks, negativity. You have to turn your worry into worship. Thank God that he's fighting your battles. Thank him that no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. When I look back over my life, most of the things I worried about never came to pass. I wasted a lot of time and energy being uptight. It's easy to wake up in the middle of the night and find something to worry about. Somebody asked me if I could do anything over again, what would I do differently? I told them I would trust God more. I wouldn't lose sleep worried about the budgets, worried if I was able to minister, worried if people are gonna like me. None of that worrying helped me to move one inch forward. I wonder how many things you're worried about that are never going to come to pass. Worry
0: is concern about something that we cannot do anything about, that we cannot even be sure about. One who worries looks off into the future, but the problem with the person who does that is twofold. First of all, the future is not here, and secondly, the future is not his. No one but God knows its true shape, and according to the Bible, worry is concern over the unknown and
3: uncontrollable future. Jesus put it this way don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will have enough worries of its own god has given you grace for today you don't have grace for tomorrow don't try to figure out the next five years play out all the what-ifs the what-ifs will depress you the truth is if a what-if does come to pass god will give you the grace to handle it what if the report's not good What if my loved one doesn't make it? What if I do get laid off, Joel? Then the peace that passes understanding will be right there waiting for you. God promises he will arm you with strength for every battle. We may not know what the future holds, but we do know who holds the future. Now, don't miss today worried about tomorrow. Today is a gift. We can never get this day back. I believe like with me many of the things you're worried about are not going to happen if they do it's not going to be as difficult as you think you don't have the grace for it today and sure we should plan we should use common sense but at some point you have to turn it over to God and say God you know what's best for me you said you'd give me grace for every season just like you clothe the lily of the fields, just like you feed the birds of the air, I know you will take care of me. It's very freeing when you learn to turn things over to God. So don't
0: dwell on your tomorrows and don't dwell on your yesterdays. Oh, how many people ruin their lives with a faulty yesterday.
1: Stop worrying about your past. Stop looking at where you have been and start looking at where you can be with God's help.
3: Friends, worry is a thief. It will rob you of your sleep at night. It will rob you of your joy, rob you of your creativity. You don't make good decisions when you're worried. If you allow it, worry can keep you from your destiny. Worry doesn't make anything better. Being frustrated doesn't get God's attention. Begging God, reminding him what's wrong, That only makes us depressed. Take the problem off the throne and put God back up on the throne. If you're talking more about your problem than you are about God, you have the wrong thing on the throne. You're not supposed to go through life weighted down by worry, stress, anxiety. Start lightening your load. Really, it's important every morning. You should start the day off in peace, not stressed, hurried, rushing around. Look at the sunrise. Listen to the birds singing, breathe in God's goodness. Thank him for his blessings in your life. The Bible says, let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let it be
1: afraid for he is God almighty. He is an ever present friend in the time of trouble. He's greater than the crisis that you're in. He's greater than the mountains that you're climbing. He's greater than the giants that seem unbeatable. He's greater than the greatest. He's higher than the highest. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. He's the God of all hope. He's the Prince of Peace. Don't worry because our God cannot fail. Don't worry because he makes streams in the blazing desert. Don't worry because he can turn your darkest night into glorious day. Don't worry about your past. It's been forgotten and forgiven. The blood of Jesus Christ has set you free from the pain and the penalty of sin. You are free. You're a child of God. You are a royal ambassador of the kingdom of God. Stop worrying. Be happy. Live in the sunshine of God's joy. You are somebody right now. God's in charge. The sun will come up in the east tomorrow. It will set in the west. God is on his holy throne and everything is gonna be all right.